Welcome to Parenting Your Sensitive Child. Parenting a highly sensitive child can feel overwhelming, and all the parenting books in the world can only get you so far if your head and your heart are out of alignment with your child's. I'm your host, Julia McGarry. Let's create a new parenting paradigm. Hey y'all, this week we're going to talk about riding the waves instead of fighting them. Life is wavy. It's part of the human experience. We all have highs and lows, good days and bad days, positive and negative emotions. It's a mix. This is normal and we don't need to change it. That said, I want to share something that I observe over and over again in myself, in my clients, the people around me. And that is that when we feel challenged, when life feels hard or we feel anxious a lot of the time, those feelings can become habitual. Let's say you've had an intense week. Your kid was sick, so you lost a lot of sleep and were stuck at home. And then you got sick and then school was canceled because of the snow. When your circumstances stack up like this, you might start thinking about all of the things you could be doing, all of the work you're going to have to catch up on, all of the screen time that slipped in over the week and how hard it's going to be to rebalance. And from there, you hit your emotional lows. You might feel more anxious, edgy, defeated, depressed. And those emotions then make you more reactive and less emotional, emotionally available or connected to your family. It's like a chain, chain reaction, right? Your lows dip lower and you can't wait for things to get back to normal, to have more space or more time or just more focus. Then Monday rolls around and it seems like everyone's back to their routine but you can't stop thinking about all the makeup work you have to do. Even though it's what you wanted, having this time to work, this time to go back to your normal routine doesn't feel as good as you thought it would. And while you may have felt excited or optimistic at first, you find yourself dragged down quickly as your focus shifts to your to-do list, right? You start to get overwhelmed. And at the same time, you can't stop thinking about how much of a fight your child put up about going back to school and how hard it's going to be to manage the screen time when they get home. The time you were looking forward to, the space, the freedom, doesn't actually feel free or spacious. You end the day feeling overwhelmed and drained. It's familiar. It doesn't feel bad necessarily just like you're always fighting. Fighting to make it through the hard times, fighting to catch up. You're always on somehow, always thinking ahead and anticipating and feeling like there's something you should be doing. And you never take a moment to celebrate the fact that you've made it this far. Your brain is so busy, actually, that you never really get to rest even. 
And this is just one example, and it's a fairly mild run-of-the-mill example of how this can show up. What I want to offer you, though, is that this pattern is a habit, and it's one that keeps you feeling on edge and anxious regardless of what your circumstances are. You might even tell yourself that things aren't really that bad, and yet you still find yourself lying awake at night thinking about how you're going to make it through the next day. You never really turn off. When your circumstances feel bad, it's like you're fighting to survive. And then when your circumstances ease up, you're fighting to catch up or make good use of the time. You're always fighting. And it feels normal. And then if you try to let go of that, if you try to just be present to the good and the bad, it feels uncomfortable. It's not what you're used to. It feels like you're going to miss something and you start to dip back into that state of worry, that state of anxiety. You stay with what you know, you keep fighting, and you go through life exhausted and edgy. I want to offer that this is very, very common and that there are steps you can take to address it today. It starts with paying attention. Notice when you're feeling agitated, when you feel like you're fighting to get through your day, and then, you guessed it, pay attention to how your body is responding. Are you disconnected from your body? Can you deepen your breath and send your awareness with it? Can you notice any parts of your body where you're uncomfortable or holding tension? Observe, breathe into your discomfort, and notice what happens. This is how you start to ride the waves, okay, instead of fighting them. From there, ask yourself why. Why am I feeling so agitated? You might grab a journal and write it out, or you might be able to identify it quickly. I feel agitated and anxious because I feel like I'm never going to catch up. There's so much to do, and I don't feel like I'm making enough progress. Once you see that, ask yourself if it's true. This is important because we're recognizing that this way of operating in the world is a habit, And we can maybe even see that it's a habit built on the stories we're telling ourselves about our circumstances. It's essential that we start to question these stories. Is it true that you're never going to catch up? Could it be true that you're actually not that far behind? Is it possible that there's one thing that you can focus on that would close the gap if you actually are behind. There are so many ways you can question these stories. I don't really care what questions you ask, honestly. It's the act of questioning, of poking holes in the story, of demonstrating that it is just a story and we don't have to believe it that is essential. Do this enough and you can start to set the story down. You can start to adopt a more neutral story, one that allows you to slow down and be more present in your day-to-day life. 
what feels true that you can really lean into to reassure yourself here? For me, I remind myself that I am on top of things and one day or one week off isn't going to make or break me. I always get my work done. I will still get it done even if I take time away because I'm sick. Or maybe even their world doesn't revolve around me. I'm not the only one holding up the sky. I can let go and it won't collapse. These are just a few ideas. As you do this, you might notice that the feelings in your body stick around even after you've started to poke holes in your story and build up a new one, right? You might feel uncomfortable stepping back. This is normal too. It's a habit, remember? You've been unintentionally practicing this way of being in the world. Now you're working on a new way of being. It's going to take practice too. This is where your breathing and your awareness can come back into play. Remind yourself of that thought you identified a moment ago that feels true and reassuring. Hold that in mind and focus on your breathing. Focus on sending your breath down into your feet, into the ground beneath you, and then drawing your inhale up from the earth. Let your shoulders settle. Allow the discomfort of letting go and keep breathing. If you can learn to let yourself be uncomfortable, if you can recognize that you can handle discomfort and stop resisting it, you're going to be able to move through challenges in a more grounded way. And you're going to be able to embrace spaciousness a little more easily too. And more importantly, you're going to spend less time spinning out in your head and running yourself into the ground fighting against your circumstances. It's going to feel a little more like you're riding the waves, like you're rolling with them instead of fighting them or being tossed around by them day after day. All right, I hope that this is helpful for you, as always. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will talk to you in the next episode. Do you feel like you're parenting 24-7 and you're still not sure your child is getting what they need? Are you ready to stop parenting reactively and start living in partnership with your sensitive child? Are you ready to reclaim time for yourself and time for your dreams? then you're going to want to explore coaching with me. I help my clients tune out all the noise, better understand their kids, build a parenting strategy that meets their family's specific needs, and do the mindset work necessary to implement that strategy consistently without sacrificing themselves in the process. To get started, just head over to partnerpath.com, click on coaching, and get your free consultation set up. Let's get to know each other.